Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Elevate with MSWAF. I'm your host, Emily Swaffield, and this podcast is all about getting raw and real about what it really takes to get to where you want to be and elevate in all areas of your life. If you haven't done so yet, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops. And if you like what you hear, please share the love, leave me a review and connect with me on Instagram where you can find me at mswaff, E-M-S-W-A-F-F. Reach out and tell me what you're loving or what topics you want to hear more about and just know that I am so grateful to have you listening in so we can go on this journey together. So let's dive in. Hey friends, I just wanted to take a minute to thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I'm so grateful that I get to share this time with you. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I just want to take a minute to let you know that the waitlist for the next round of my signature mindset transformation program, Healthy Mind, Healthy Life is now open. So the next round will kick off in January, 2023. And if you're someone who feels like you're just not where you want to be yet when it comes to your body, your relationship with food, your confidence, your self-esteem, maybe you're lacking the motivation, the discipline you need to achieve your goals, then this program is for you. The women who have been going through the current round with me have already been seeing some incredible transformations from one of the members losing 11 kilos and completely transforming her life to other members saying that they've never felt this good mentally in such a long time, crushing their health goals, their fitness goals, getting healthy and positive habits in place so that they're on the path to actually achieving their goals and getting the results. HMHL is literally the toolkit and success formula that I have used over the last decade to get me to where I am in my life right now, where I have completely transformed my body, my life, my bank account, all of those things. And I have packaged up 10 years of growth and transformation into this 10 week program. It is more than just a program, guys. It is a community, the live coaching calls you get to be a part of each week. In addition to the video modules, the workbooks, the habit trackers, the workouts, the recipes, the Facebook group, the support, the accountability, it is the ultimate system for success. So if you want 2023 to be the year that you transform your life and get results, then head to hmhl.mswaf.com and put your name down for the waitlist so that you'll be the first to know when doors open for the next round in January 2023. And I so hope to see you inside. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Elevate with M. Swaf. I hope you're having a fantastic day. And today we're going to be talking all about gratitude. And funny story, I literally just recorded this episode. And when I went to hit the stop button on the record, Uh, I just saw that I hadn't actually hit start. So I recorded the whole episode thinking I was recording it when it actually wasn't. So here we go, take two. (laughs) I'm hoping that I'm definitely recording this one. So we're gonna talk about gratitude because especially for those of you that are uh, regular listeners to the podcast, you'll know that I talk a lot about gratitude in a lot of the episodes, but we've never really done a full episode where we dive into gratitude, what it is, why it's so powerful, what's the research that backs this up. And so that's what we're doing today. And it was really kind of inspired by the fact that I had a, I I can't remember what it was, but I did have a thought um, a little while back where I was like, oh, you know, I should definitely do like a full episode, like just on gratitude. And then I guess I forgot about that and, or I hadn't planned it. And then I went to yoga this morning and did one of my favorite yoga classes this morning down at the living room, which if you follow my stories, you'll see it's this beautiful yoga studio overlooking the ocean. And like at the end, when you're doing Shavasana, like you can hear the waves crashing and it's just a beautiful experience and I've fallen in love with it and I'm going, um, you know, 
as often as I can and loving it. Anyway, at the end of the class, the instructor for today had some cards and I, some angel cards, and I caught like one card caught my attention and I was at the front of the room and I thought, you know, I'm just going to walk up and take this card before I leave to check it, um, see what it says. And I picked it up and it was gratitude. And then I was like, oh, okay. I hadn't, I, I knew that going home from yoga, I was going to be recording uh, today's episode. And I hadn't actually come to the conclusion on what I was going to be talking about today. And I was like, yep, this is a sign. I need to talk about gratitude. So that's how we got to talking about gratitude today. Um, the one thing that is guaranteed to make you instantly happier. Okay. So Guys, there's research done, there's studies done. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. You know, there's so much research that shows that, you know, after practicing gratitude, like there was this one study where um, the participants uh, practiced a little gratitude over a 10-week period, and it showed that they were 25% happier versus the uh, participants that didn't practice gratitude. So, you know, there is science behind this. There's research and studies done that shows that you can improve your happiness levels from practicing gratitude, okay? It improves your life on so many levels. And I think for me, one of the biggest things and the biggest shifts that I've seen since practicing gratitude is whenever something bad happens, because you know what, if something great happens and something good happens, it's pretty easy to go into a state of gratitude, right? It's pretty easy to be like, oh, I feel so grateful for this, amazing. Like this amazing good things happened and I'm grateful, I'm happy, that's great, right? But if something bad happens, it's pretty challenging or you really have to train yourself to look for the good. You have to really, uh, you know, push yourself to be like, okay, what can I be, how can I be grateful for this bad or awful thing that's happening in my life right now? And what I've noticed is that now when terrible things happen or not, you know, like just things that aren't good um, or things that are challenging or bad or whatever, I now automatically find myself you know, going to a place of rather than being, you know, a victim or blaming or justifying what's happened, I find myself actually asking, okay, what good can come from this? Like, where's the lesson in this? What can I be grateful for, uh, for why this is happening? Okay. And I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this in an episode like a while back, but uh, I remember hearing this a few years ago about the fact that there's only three states we can ever be in, okay? We can only ever be in one of these three states, and that is blaming, justifying, or growing, okay? So when something happens, especially when something that you would rather not happen or something that is not a pleasant experience happens, where do you go? Do you find yourself blaming or justifying, or do you choose growth, Okay. Do you look for what you can be grateful for in that uh, bad thing or negative thing that's happened in your life? Because that's a challenge, but that man, that stuff is powerful. Like if you can train yourself to get to a place where when something bad happens, because life's not always, you know, sunshine, lollipops and rainbows, right? There is always things that happen that we don't expect, or we find out news that is, you know, devastating, like losing a loved one or you know, things that aren't good that happen in life. And where do you go when that happens? You know, can you train yourself to get to a place of like, wow, this sucks. This is not what I wanted at all. But what can I learn from this? Where is the growth happening in this? Like, is there something that going through this process, I can come out the other end and actually be grateful for? Okay, so the word gratitude is derived from the Latin word, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't actually know how to say this, but gratia, actually Chris speaks Latin, I should have asked him, <laughs> but gratia, um, that's the Latin word that gratitude is derived from, and it means grace or graciousness or gratefulness. 
So gratitude is an emotion. It's simply a, you know, thankful appreciation for something, whether that something is tangible or not, like it can be physical, but it doesn't have to be. So it could be gratitude for something intangible like love that you receive from someone, or it could also be gratitude for, you know, a physical object or, um, you know, say a gift that you receive from someone as well, right? Now, gratitude allows us to connect. This is what's powerful about gratitude is because it allows us to connect to something that is bigger than us because when we're actively practicing gratitude, as in we're feeling grateful for something, we're acknowledging that the source of this appreciation is usually outside of us. So what I mean by this is, for example, being grateful for someone or something outside of us, okay? And, you know, studies done in the field of positive psychology show that gratitude is strongly, strongly correlated to happiness, all right? Which is what I want to, this is the main message of this episode is to help you better understand the power of using gratitude to improve your happiness and your quality of life, okay? And even though gratitude is something that, you know, it's, it's been around forever, right? It's really only been in the last couple of decades or so that neuroscientists uh, have really started to dive into the effects of gratitude on our brain. And we've really gone to the science side of looking at how gratitude actually affects our physiology, okay? So, you know, our mental well-being affecting our brain, but also our physical well-being too and affecting our physical body. So there was a famous, um, quite a famous study carried out back in 2015 where neuroscientists used the testimonials of Holocaust survivors to look at how gratitude affects the brain. And whilst I know whenever we think about, you know, the Holocaust, something as terrible as that, we always think, uh, I certainly do, you know, horrible thoughts given it's such just an, I guess, undescribably awful tragedy in history. But when they looked at these survivors' testimonies, there were surprisingly many accounts of stories that included actually incredible acts of selflessness and gratitude for the help some of these survivors received. So what they did with this study is they took a sample of 23 participants, uh, most of whom were in their 20s who had no personal connection to the Holocaust, and they got these participants to really, to try and really take them back to the Holocaust, okay? So they got them watching, you know, documentaries on the Holocaust, got them to really envisage them being there. They got them to read uh, 50 stories of these testimonies from these Holocaust survivors. And they really encouraged the participants to basically imagine and put themselves in the shoes of the survivors, okay? And what they then did is they took them through these scenarios where they uh, basically would get them to think about typical acts of kindness, such as say you've been sick for weeks in a camp when another prisoner who is in fact a doctor finds some medicine and actually saves your life. And when they get them thinking about that, you know, what, what do you feel like when you find out that, you know, your, your life has been saved by someone? The neuroscientists connecting the studies did these MRI scans of the participants to scan their brains and analyze what was going on. And when they were feeling these emotions of gratitude, the circuits and areas that were activated in the brain, you know, revealed that these were the areas responsible for feelings of reward, moral cognition, value judgment, self-reference. This is just taken directly from the study. Um, and what it did is showed that even in such a time like the Holocaust, these survivors were able to, you know, experience gratitude on some level 
and what effect that had on their brain and the physiology of their brain and the ability to still, you know, hang, hang on to some form of humanity in a sense. And it's, yeah, it's just, it, it's, it blows my mind, right? When you think about that, it's super, super powerful stuff. But, you know, the importance of gratitude has been, you know, increasingly uh, shown through so many different research and studies over the years as well to show that how it can contribute to things like strengthening our immune system, lowering blood pressure, uh, you know, over, uh, achieving more overall joy and optimism and, and you know, lowering um, negative emotions like loneliness and isolation. So it's a very, very powerful, powerful tool. And, you know, just remembering as well that gratitude is something that's free. It's free and accessible for all of us at any point in time. Anytime we want, we can access it and we can practice it. And, you know, the science and the research and the studies all show that it literally like correlates to feeling happier, experiencing more happiness, more joy and, you know, a higher quality of life. So why wouldn't we use that? Why wouldn't we access that? Um, so what are some of the ways then that we can all start to cultivate and practice gratitude? And what's really important here is that you don't see these as like, tick box kind of exercises where, you know, the first one, so let me go through the first example. It's having a gratitude journal. Okay. So having a you know specific journal where you journal on gratitude and you list out things that you're grateful for, but you have to really do this in a mindful state. You know, what are you really grateful for? It's not about, you know, sitting down with your gratitude journal and you know, being like, right, I, I need to write in my gratitude journal today to tick off that box. And so I'm grateful for, you know, the table and the pen that I'm writing with right now. And, you know, it's about really embodying gratitude in, it's a personal thing. Like, what are you really grateful for? What is something that if that thing were to be taken away from your life, like, what would your life be like? Could you survive? Like, would life be okay? Or what, what are the things that you're grateful for? Is it for having clean water? You know, something that simple, which not everyone has access to in the world, something that we take for granted for like so often, right? I don't often think like when I'm drinking water, oh man, I'm so grateful that I have access to clean water, but I'm actively trying to practice to get more into a state of being grateful for the little things like that and the simple things that we easily do take for granted because it's powerful when we're practicing that gratitude. So having a gratitude journal is number one. Number two is writing someone a thank you letter or a message. Um, we live in a digital age now. Does anyone actually write letters? <laughs> but actually, speaking of that, let's take out our phones right now and I want you all to write a text message or maybe straight after listening to this episode, if you're in, if you, um, straight after this episode, if you love voice noting, like I do, <laughs> um, you can send a voice note, but I want you to message someone that you are grateful for and just send them a quick little message, just letting them know that you're grateful for them. Just thanking them for being your friend, for being there for you, for being someone you appreciate. It doesn't have to be like that. They just did this big act of kindness for you, you know, this morning. So you're sending them a thank you message. Like literally just think, right now who is someone that you are grateful for that you feel like you could just send a message to and express that gratitude to them okay and do that um very very powerful next thing on the list is reflecting on how far you've come so stopping to actually take time to look back over the years and reflect how far have you come like being grateful for the person that you've become the journey that you've gone on to get to where you are today and you know we never arrive we're always learning we're always growing there's always more to achieve but 
if you look back, I'm sure that you will see that you have come such a long way from the person that you used to be. Because I find that so often in today's society where we're, you know, spending a lot of time on social media, where we're seeing all of these perfect pictures of people's perfect worlds and all of that, like we're constantly reflecting on all the things that we don't have or all the things that we haven't yet achieved or all the things that are missing in our life or that we're not happy with. How about we actually stop and be grateful for all the things that we have achieved and all the things that we have and how far we've come versus who we were five, six, seven, ten years ago. Okay, so reflecting is a powerful form of gratitude as well. Next on the list, number four is, and this is a bit of a weird one if you think about it, because obviously, you know, being grateful it's, you know, it's such a positive emotional state, but if you think about a time in your life or a period of your life when things weren't so great, when things weren't so positive, that can actually evoke feelings and emotions of gratitude for how things are now, because you're actually appreciating and grateful for where you're at now versus, you know, that time in your life where things weren't uh, great. You know, you didn't have a lot to be grateful for then um, versus what you do now. So taking a moment to really just embody that gratitude for having overcome something or, you know, getting past challenging times kind of be a really powerful form of gratitude as well to practice. Next on the list is uh, number five, which is praying. And guys, you don't have to be or actively practice, you know, being religious or religion, uh, part of religion to pray. Like it could be any kind of ritual of praying or giving, you know, thanks to whatever higher power it is that you believe in, because I know that that's personal for everyone. Um, what do you, you know, is it giving thanks to God, the universe, whatever it is for you, that can be a really powerful uh, form of gratitude to having that ritual to pray. Number six is saying a simple thank you in simple situations, but actually meaning it. So what do I mean here? I mean, you know, if you're paying for the groceries and you actually take a moment to stop, look that person in the eye and say, thank you so much. Have a great day. Like being grateful. You've got to mean it. It's not about rushing off and just being like, yeah, thanks, cool, cool. You know, like, no, it's about being thankful, saying thank you, and, you know, having like the body language that actually embodies being grateful. Okay. So really meaning it because that other person energy is everything. That other person will receive that. Um, if you like really do mean it when you say thank you and you express that, um, gratitude towards them. Okay. Even if it's a complete stranger, um, doing things like this is really powerful. Okay. You'll make someone else's day better. You really will. The next on the list is visual cues. So visual cues are, for example, on my lock screen on my phone, on my, um, my background on my phone is my vision board, but on my lock screen, I have this photo of, uh, Chris cuddling Roxy. It's very cute. <laughs> I mean, they're like, like two loves. Um, and you know, every time I pick up my phone and I see my lock screen, I'm just taken straight to, uh, that emotion of gratitude because I see the two things, the two loves of my life. Um, and I'm just like instantly flooded, flooded with like love and gratitude, very powerful emotions right there. So where do you have, or where can you have visual cues, whether it's photos up in your office, on the fridge, around you of things that you're grateful for that you can constantly be reminded and it will take you to that place of gratitude. It's very, very powerful. And, you know, we all have our phones with us a lot of the time. So maybe have a look at what is on your lock screen right now. And maybe you can put something on there that's an image of someone or something that you're extremely grateful for to remind you um, to get into that state of gratitude. And then lucky last on the list, number eight is 
telling your loved ones how much you love them. And, you know, like whilst writing down gratitude and, you know, journaling on gratitude is a very powerful and positive practice, the act of expressing gratitude to another, especially a loved one, that's what causes oxytocin, which is the love hormone, to be activated in our brain. And that's what causes, so it's basically a neurocircuit in our brain, and it causes that amazing, warm and fuzzy feeling of love and connection and appreciation and to, you know, flourish and, and flood through our bodies, which is powerful, right? It makes us feel amazing. It makes us feel um, in a state of euphoria almost. So I think, you know, actively practicing gratitude, but embodying it and expressing it to someone else is very, very powerful. So getting into the habit of, you know, telling your love, you can never tell someone you love them too much. I don't, I, I believe you can't, I really do. So, you know, how often are you telling the people that you love, that you love them? How often are you actually expressing that to them? So just a good little like reminder and reality check there to tell your loved ones that you love them as many times as you can, because it's a very, very powerful expression. And it's going to help boost that oxytocin in your brain, which is the love hormone, which um, we always want a healthy amount of that uh, to feel great and to yeah boost our happiness and our health. So I hope this has been helpful. As I said, you know, gratitude is something that we can all practice. And I'm, I'm sure that none of this is new to you, that gratitude is a powerful tool, but maybe diving deeper into it like we did in today's episode, hopefully helps remind you and encourages you to, you know, really think about practicing, actively practicing it um, and the different ways that you can start incorporating gratitude into your daily life and setting up those cues and reminders and things like that to remember to be grateful as often as you can, because it's only going to make you feel happier, boost your quality of life. And, you know, as I said, the research and science is there, like it act actually changes our physiology and can, you know, impacts our brain, our health, our mental health, um, our physical health, things like that. So it's a powerful, powerful tool. So let's use it because it's free and accessible to all of us and it will change your life. So hope that has been helpful. You guys uh, have an incredible end to your week and I'll see you for the next episode. I just want to take a moment to thank you so much for listening into Elevate with M Swaff the podcast today. It truly means the world to me that you chose this episode to listen to, and I hope you learned something or got something from it. I would absolutely love for you to share and tag me on your stories and please leave a review so we can reach more people and make a bigger impact together. And if you ever have any topics you'd like me to talk about, my DMs are always open. You can find me over at Instagram or TikTok at mswoff. And I love you guys. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next episode.